Hey, hey, this is Megan, and you're listening to the Salesy Podcast. This is a podcast for a modern business owner where you will learn how to build your business while staying true to yourself at the same time. As a sales expert of the last eight years and an online business owner, I am here to teach you tangible sales techniques rooted in psychology and human behavior. Get your earbuds on and your salesy notebook out and let's get started today. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I am so excited today because we're actually going to dive into something that I know would have helped me so much in my business to hear things about, you know, growing pains, situations, and those types of things. So for everybody who is a little bit newer and hasn't really gotten the opportunity to experience me in the capacity that I am, My name is Megan. I'm a business mentor who specializes in sales. And I started in August of 2019 as an online coach. Now, my story starts a little bit farther back in November of 2018 when I got fired from basically my dream job. Like it was my job out of college. That's where I wanted to go, like those types of things. And in reality, I was also leaving because I was burnt out. And I was ready for something different. And I went into work one day and I remember telling my right-hand girl, I was like, hey, I'm putting my notice in. This is when my last day is going to be. You know, I'm going to recommend you for my position. And then after I got out of telling her that, I went in the office and they turned around and fired me. So I took a very easy job. I took a contracting job and I could work with kids and it was great, except I didn't have the hustle and bustle that I used to have when I was managing. And so I had known about the online space because I had a good friend who was a digital nomad and that she was doing it. And I had looked into like Upwork and those types of things, but I hadn't really taken the plunge. And so I started out as a virtual assistant, social media manager. I learned one really big thing that I like big picture. I am a very, very visionary at heart. And so for me, implementation on that level is hard, like the micro details And I have a heart to teach. So in August of 2019, I took my last $200 and I was like, I am going to freaking do this or I'm going to fail trying. Which comes to the first thing I want to talk about. And the first growing pain is self-trust. When I say self-trust, a lot of people think like, I trust myself, you know, I'm pretty good. Or... There's the other side of it. And it's, you know, I just doubt a lot of my decisions. I have a really hard time picking big things like where I want to go, who I want to hire. And I have a hard time picking small things like what to eat at a restaurant or what Starbucks drink do I want. Here's the thing that nobody wants to talk about is that you have to sell yourself first and you have to trust yourself because In reality, it is not you against your competitor or that person on Instagram who has to swipe up and you don't. It's really against you and the doubt that can grow inside of you because you don't trust yourself. And for me, I mean, the first six to eight months, I was just like, got to do it, got to do it. And then part of me was like, why don't I trust my decisions? Why do I feel like I need to run everything through everyone else? And it was the lack of showing up for myself in the same way I showed up for others 
that really held me back and really like there were opportunities that I definitely self-sabotaged because I didn't trust it. And here is the thing that most people don't realize is that every decision you have made has got you to exactly where you are. And that's exactly where you're supposed to be. And it's hard because you're like, well, I could have done this better and I could have done that better. Or I could like, you know, really, there are so many opportunities, but like you are supposed to be in the place that you currently are, whether you are listening to me in the car or you're on a run, which good for you for running, or you're sitting in your office and you're working or you're laying on your bed and you have your AirPods in. This is the place where you're supposed to be at. You make the best decisions for yourself with the information that you have and knowing at the end of the day that you are always going to take care of yourself because it always starts with you. Selflessness doesn't come from giving up yourself for others. It comes from taking care of yourself so you can take care of others, so that you can do it, so that you can have the intrinsic motivation. And what it really comes down to is really thinking about you that this is a process of showing up every single day because the only destination we have in life is death. That is the final destination. That is the only destination. And really leaning into, you know, every decision that I'm making in my life is really going to push me in the direction that I need when I have the clarity for what I need because that is where a lot of people get stuck is having the clarity and trusting yourself. Now on the other end of this, the question that always comes up was, well, how do you know when to quit? How do you know when maybe this thing isn't working out? Maybe it's a strategy on Instagram. Maybe it's a software. Maybe it's not even business and it's a relationship, a friendship, a significant other. Maybe it's a class you go to and you hate at the gym, but you go every single time. And the thing is, is Insanity is doing something over and over and expecting different results, but a lot of people have to, myself included, run that loop. Because if we think about the model for change, you contemplate change before you take action. And if you haven't contemplated change, then you most likely will not take action on it. But the only way to contemplate change is to know that things can be different. And a lot of people struggle with that because change is inevitable. Change is the only constant in our life. And so when you're in those moments, you're like, is this the right decision or is that the right decision? Or, you know, I've put so much time into this, which is the sunken cost fallacy. When you put time in and you equate your time trying to get to a result and I've put so much time in and it's not working specifically for me, it's a gut decision. There are times and like, the last two years where I've had to give up on a strategy and try something new. I mean, I've had to go rogue because things didn't work out. There are times that I've had to let go of multiple relationships because it was a feeling because it comes back to that self-trust of knowing that you are going to do the best thing for you every single time. And so if you feel like things are getting hard, ask yourself two specific questions, two of them. Have I given it my all? And if you haven't, can I give it my all again? And the other one is, if it's not this, what can I do? Because there's a saying that goes around 
that if it's not this, it's something better. And that's something that I have had to lean into in my season of life. Of If it's not this, then it's something better because it stops you from having that plan B, that doomsday prepper that a lot of people have. And so if you're like, I haven't given my all, just commit 90 days, give it 100%. Because a lot of times when you push You either figure out, hey, this is not working, or you're like, hey, this is working, and I just needed to shift it. With both of those in mind, personal development is something that is so talked about in the online space, you know, self-trust and knowing when to back out and all the personal development books. I mean, you guys can't see it, but I literally have three bookshelves, half bookshelves behind me full of books. And a lot of times we use personal development as an opportunity to learn without implementation. And that's where a lot of people go wrong. And for me, I was like a scroll prepping for winter. I was like, I need to have all the information. I need to stockpile it. I need to put it in my brain. I need info, 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 info. And what held me back, what really held me back is it's not about the info. It's taking that information and implementing it and sharing it and growing it and using it to prove, you know, whatever offer I was selling or point I was proving. And so instead of viewing this as like, hey, this is just an option. This is your own choose your own adventure when it comes to business and really leaning into, okay, I get to pick. I get to trust myself. I know when I'm going to back out. There's an old rafting saying, and my teacher used to tell me this in high school, where it's like, sometimes you just got to stay in the boat. You just got to stay in the boat. But I'm also going to start taking the information I have and start implementing because that is where a lot of people, they make all these grandiose plans. And like, you know, as John Lennon always said, like, life is what's happening when you're making the plans. you got to start taking those little baby steps towards it. And when I say baby steps, a lot of times, you know, you think about steps in this perfect concept, this idea that like, it's a fully formed, like adult step. Baby steps are kind of messy when they're learning how to walk. They kind of stomp. Sometimes they don't pick up their feet all the way. Like you have to take messy action on the information you're learning. One, it helps you concrete the information. And two, you just got to keep moving in that direction. When it comes to growing an online business, and this is tying into, you know, information, implementation, self-trust, knowing when to back out, there's this idea that there is going to be this, like, flashing green arrow that says, like, now is the time to do it. You are ready to hire, to outsource, to do whatever you want to do. And a lot of times, too, we're like, I need a sign, And maybe it's not a literal sign. Maybe you've asked for a sign from the universe and you're like, I need to see a butterfly to know that this is right. Maybe you don't believe in that. You believe in something else and you're like, hey, I need this. Here is the thing that I have learned about ready. You're not going to be ready for anything in life. I don't think there has been one opportunity that I have been like, I am fully and completely ready to take this on. And that is hard. Hard. That is a hard concept to play with. Kind of like change is inevitable. I struggled with change for a while. But this idea that you're never going to be fully ready really hurts people because you're waiting for that moment where you're like, yes, I'm going to do this without fear. And in reality, it's not about being ready. 
It's never been about being ready, to be honest with you guys. It's never been about being ready or the perfect time or, you know, it's really about like, what do you want? Where do you see your business and even your life going? Like, you know, and taking steps towards that. I heard recently that, you know, we don't make decisions based off your feelings. We take it based off the person that you are, the action that you want to take. And so instead of waiting for, you know, the right time to hire a virtual assistant, the right time to hire a coach, the right time to outsource or grow your team, start thinking about like, is this a step closer to where I want to be to the growth I would like to see over this year or the situations that I would like to like, what rooms do you want your name pulled up? And you're not even in that room because I know it's happened. I know it's happened for me. I know it's happening for you. And instead of leaning into this feeling of I'm going to be ready, it's just I'm going to enjoy the heck out of this process and I'm going to keep making direction, even if it feels like a snowball rolling down a hill that turns into a large snowball and it's catching people and dogs and, you know, there goes that tree. Even if I don't know if this is going to pan out for me, even if all those fears you have in your head, really thinking about like, this is my life. And I am the cruise director and I know the destination that we're going and I'm going to trust the process. And, you know, maybe if we hit an iceberg, you know, this goes Titanic, that's fine. I'm going to get a lifeboat and keep going. You are never going to have a more perfect time to do the things you want to do. And if you have that feeling, if you are asking yourself, should I do this? Really, like, think about it. Like, most of my decisions I make as an entrepreneur, I just close my eyes and I'm like, do I want to do this? Yes or no? Whatever that first answer is, I'm going to run with it until I decide not to. Because there's no perfect time. There's never been a perfect time. Even when I had that $200 and I was laying in my bed and I was like, man, I don't know if this is going to pan out. Like, (laughs) help me. There's never a perfect time. And you get to create it. What do they say? That luck is when opportunity meets preparation. So instead of waiting for that perfect time, prepare yourself, mold yourself so that when that opportunity arises, you can say, yes, I'm going to do it. Now, the last one we're going to talk about is mistakes and failure, which is so juicy. It is so juicy to sit down and be like, what am I doing in this business? What am I doing with my life? Or you're like, oh, I fucked up. Like, ooh. So there are a few things starting out in my business that I really struggled with. For me, when before I even got into coaching was having like contracts and those types of things and being able to do that. And then the other thing was really thinking about like, what are the decisions that I'm making and how does it affect me? So when it comes to all that legal stuff, I can't give legal advice because obviously I'm not a lawyer. That was a dream that I did not fulfill when it comes to making mistakes and when it comes to failing in your business, you have to view it as what is the lesson that I've learned? What can I do differently? And how do I specifically need to perform to create this outcome? Because a lot of times with these type of mistakes, you know, not getting contracts or having a client fail a payment, you're not really covering yourself because to really cover yourself is to like, take ownership of that. Like you're running a business and this isn't some like a side hustle or you work for yourself. The other thing is, is that you have to let go of failure being this end all be all. I was talking about it on a different podcast today that I was guest on. And it was, you know, I fail every single day I go to yoga 
And honestly, in the beginning, it really sucked. I get really frustrated, and sometimes I'd kick my water bottle, which I have a stainless steel water bottle. That thing hurts when I kick it. Like, it's not a pretty sight. And in the beginning, you know, when things didn't go my way, I would get really frustrated. And that frustration would manifest as anger. And then I just started trying new things. Because if it doesn't work out, it's this or something better. And failing in yoga, well, then I started trying new things in my business. And, you know, I started going for the pitch of practicing and, you know, taking that age-old wisdom my teachers always used to tell me, like, if you would just apply yourself, you would get farther. You know, if you just showed up and practiced, you'd be a better athlete. And taking that and applying it. And then all of a sudden, you know, failure is still real. It just gets a little bit bigger as you grow. It's a little bit different. But it's not as scary because you take away the power of it being this end-all, be-all. And if I fail, everybody's going to point and laugh at me. And I'm going to be, you know, in the middle of a stage naked with a spotlight on me. And it's more like, you know, okay, this didn't work out. And because this didn't work out, you know, we're going to try something new. And we're going to keep trying and trying and trying until either this or something better. Because at the end of the day... Most of your growing pains come from you. It's not the business. It's not the algorithm. It's not whatever we want to position it this week. It's, you know, have I prepared myself for the opportunities? We're in a big season and, you know, we as a team, where are we prepared for the opportunities that are coming? Am I prepared to be a seven-figure CEO? Is my team prepared to manage multiple people beyond me? But even just in, like, my life, too, like, am I prepared to show up and be the healthiest version of myself, you know? And so a lot of times we have these specific ideas and growing pains are okay. It's okay to be uncomfortable. You know, you just have to lean into it and you just have to understand that that's a part of the process where most people don't want to. I know when I started yoga, I hated chair pose. And if you've ever done yoga, you hate chair pose. And then I just like started leading into it and I was like, you know, I'm going to be here I might as well enjoy it. And then it's just like, okay, you know, I'm going to use 8 million yoga references until the dawn of time at the end of time. But, you know, you can just go inwards and you can really ask yourself, if it's this or something better, am I prepared for that opportunity? And if I'm not prepared for that opportunity, what do I need to do? Because at the end of the day, you're the cruise director. There doesn't have to be an iceberg. And Everybody goes through growing pains. I have gone through so many growing pains in the last two years. It is incredible. But sitting on the other side, it's one of those things that, like, most people want to do. So if you guys have any things you want to say, just go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye. If you have loved today's podcast episode, go ahead and take a moment to rate and review on whatever you choose as your platform to listen. Rating and reviews help us not only be able to serve you deeper, but to bring more people in to learn more about sales. If you ever want to check out the behind the scenes, go down to the show notes. My Instagram is always linked and I will see you next Wednesday for another episode of Salesy.